Welcome to Create Simply Empowered Educators, the podcast where we empower educators to create simply a life they love. Parents and teachers are crazy busy these days. They burn the candle at both ends and too often struggle with intense overwhelm, anxiety, guilt, shame, and exhaustion. How do I know? Because it wasn't too many years ago I was there myself. Can you relate? What if I told you that all emotions are optional? Guilt? Optional. Overwhelm? Optional. Exhaustion? Yep. Optional too. If this sounds like an elusive unicorn or pie in the sky, listen in. I have learned from my own experience how amazing it feels to leave guilt and overwhelm behind and choose to create a life full of peace. If you are willing to go with me, I know this is possible for you too. I'm Amy Katchke. I'm a creation coach and I empower parents and teachers to create a life they love. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, happy Friday. Thank you for joining me on the Create Simply podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This week, we are talking about boundaries, and we're going to dig into um, maybe a little different way to think about boundaries than you have before, especially as an educator. And we're going to give some stories and then some practical tips on how you can use a boundary to be productive, to be successful, but also to feel joy and peace and contentment um, in your own life personally. So I'm excited to dig in and go through this with you. I have to give a shout out to my two teenage daughters. We've been at state tennis this week. And both of my girls worked so hard, so fun to watch your children compete at a high level. And it's so emotional and it brings out all sorts of anxieties um, and emotions for them and for me watching them. And so I'm not, the pride that I feel for my girls doesn't come from whatever achievement they received. because one of the girls did not place and one of the girls won the championship. Um, One's a freshman and one's a senior and they had different paths, they had different competition. Um, The senior is the number one singles player and that was a much um, more difficult competitive path than the three doubles um, for the freshman. But the pride comes because both of them worked hard not just during the state tournament, but the entire season. They showed up for themselves. They put out their best effort. They showed up for their teammates. They showed up for each other. Um, They were good sports. They worked really hard to maintain good sportsmanship and continue to manage their own emotions and um, the elation and the disappointment um, because both come and go and it's just incredible to experience life. I guess that's what I am most proud about is watching them experience life and experiencing the negative and the positive emotion and managing all of it. Such amazing learning experiences. So super proud of my girls and wanted to give them a shout out for all the hard work. Also, 
it was a really big week for our family because also this week we picked up my oldest daughter from the airport from serving an 18 month mission for our church in Arizona. And there have been two times now that I have had this experience, um, picked up our son from Brazil um, just over a year ago. He served um, for two years and then picked up our daughter. And when your children have been gone from you for 18 months and two years, um, everybody says, that went so fast. And it does, it goes by really fast for everybody who's not the mom and dad. Um, but if you feel every day of those 18 months or those two years, and then they come back and there's just, I get choked up. There's just like a little piece of your heart that's put back in place. And that first initial hug, it just brings up so much emotion in you. It's so special. So it has been a lot of highs, a few lows, um, picking up our daughter. She was supposed to get in around 1.30 in the afternoon and we waited and we waited and the flight kept getting delayed for mechanical issues and problems. Even at one point I had the app so I could check her progress. And at one point the, fl the plane even left um, Denver and then it went a little ways and then you can see the line of the plane flying and it did a loop and it went back to Denver. And I was like, oh my goodness. I told my husband, it looks like she left departed the airport and went back. And sure enough, they had, there was cabin pressure problems. So they had taken the plane back, which of course we're grateful for and the safety of her and all on the plane was top priority. But a long time later, let's see, it was almost seven hours later that she finally landed. Oh, so life has all emotions, a part of it some high and some low and a whole bunch in between and learning how to manage those is just important to our success and our happiness in life. So um, it was a very emotional week. So if you've had a very emotional week, I'm right there with you. I feel you. I wanted to catch you up on what's been going on in our family's life. And I want to share with you how that applies to boundaries, because as we move into boundaries, we do have to remember that life happens. You are not going to be able to predict when there's going to be a seven hour gap. Uh, you know, my teenage girls were with us to pick her up and here they had missed school. They would not have had to miss school. Had we known, you know, there's just, there's going to be circumstances that are outside of your control. But as you know, as we, uh, if you've listened to any of my other episodes on this podcast, um, creators know that they can control their thoughts and their feelings and their actions, regardless of what the circumstances. And I was definitely doing a whole lot of self-coaching on myself as I kept getting the news of um, her plane, you know, the mechanical issues and stuff. And I stayed in a pretty good place till right at the end. And then I just about lost it. Um, but we really have to be willing to allow for life. And if we're not, if we're not willing to be flexible and allow for life to unfold the way it will, um, we sometimes are going to cause ourselves un 
undue misery or unneeded difficulty. You know, when you think of something that's resistant or tense or tight, um, it's just not as malleable and it's just going to have a lot um, harder effect. I want you to think about a rubber band, right? And if a rubber band's loose, um, then if you were to fling it, it's not going to have that much of a reaction. But if you tighten and put a lot of resistance on that rubber band and then let go, that thing's going to launch. And so I think about that with us. And if we can keep ourselves more in a neutral place, more loose and malleable and flexible, that's going to help us to be able to be um, more able to experience joy and contentment and acceptance. So I share that because as we head into thinking about boundaries, I really love how my opinion and my definition of boundaries has shifted. And sometimes we think of boundaries as they have to be that really tense, strict, tight, um, unyielding space. And it's just not true. A boundary can be whatever you decide. So let's go ahead and look at a couple definitions. So just when I was looking online and doing some research, I found something that I want to say I disagree with. And I'm going to explain why. But first of all, a boundary, an invisible line that defines what behaviors are acceptable for an individual. Now, I like that definition. But then it goes on to say boundaries can be physical, and it gives an example, do not touch me, or emotional, do not lie to me. And then there's just all this stuff as you're researching about boundaries for someone, boundaries for someone else, boundaries for others. And that's where I want to start our conversation. I had a life coach who taught me and really blew up this definition of boundaries for me. Um, And I'm really grateful to Jolene. Give her a shout out. She is life coach, the porn addict's wife, and she's phenomenal. And she teaches on boundaries and she teaches that a boundary is for you. It's not for somebody else. So that's why I like the invisible line that defines what behaviors are acceptable for an individual. It's for you. A boundary is not for somebody else. We're not setting boundaries for someone. We are creating boundaries for us, for ourselves. One more that I want to say, boundaries show where one thing ends and another begins. I love that so much. You know, if you just think about a boundary, um, you know, just a border or a boundary of defining a space, right? Um, It's just going to show where one thing starts and another thing ends. That's what a boundary is. And Jolene taught me that a boundary is basically a rule for yourself. And so when we create boundaries, we have to be clear that they are not there to change someone else. We're not setting a boundary so that someone else will be different. We cannot control other people. I don't care how hard you try or how much you want to. I guarantee you, if I could give you the magic formula to control your kids and get them to do all the housework that you asked them to do, I would give you that magic formula. I would in a heartbeat. Um, If we all had the ability to mold other people and change them to what would be the best for us or what we think would be the best for them, we would want to do that. I know we would. 
but that's just not how life works. We can't change other people. We can influence them. We can have a positive effect on them, but at the end of the day, they decide what they're going to do, how they're going to react and respond, what their thoughts, feelings, and actions are going to be. They are creators for themselves, just like you are a creator for yourself. And so a boundary, when you think of it as where one thing starts and another thing ends, that's just so powerful for you to just be able to know, okay, that's for me. Where does this start for me and where does that end for me? Or going up to that first definition, again, an invisible line that will define what behaviors are acceptable for me. Okay, and when we say behaviors, I like to say behaviors are our thoughts, feelings, and actions all combined. Those are our behaviors. So let's give a few examples of this, all right? Let's say that you've had a disagreement with your spouse and you do not want to be near them. Um, You feel like you need some space. You need some physical space from their person, from your spouse, Well, a boundary for you is not to kick them out or tell them to leave. A boundary is I need some physical space so I will go down to the couch or I will leave. A boundary is for you. A boundary is that line that you decide what your behaviors will be. Okay. Um, Another example, a boundary could be you know, you don't appreciate when people talk to you in a certain way. So a boundary might be that if someone talks to me in that way, I will leave. That is a boundary for you. You have set a line. When that happens, then this happens, right? It's kind of a rule for yourself. And boundary is not to try to make them stop saying those things or to make them leave because we can't control them. We can't control other people. Let's talk about it even just in a way of our own personal growth. Let's say we desire to be more focused and attentive during the day, but we've been really tired. So maybe a boundary is that I am going to go to bed by 10 o'clock at night, every night, or I'm going to get seven hours of sleep, or maybe a boundary is I'm going to give my phone a digital sunset and not look at my device after 8.30 at night so that my brain has a time to quiet and calm down. And in doing so, hopefully I will be more focused and attentive and energized the next day. That's a boundary for yourself. And then once you've set that boundary, sometimes holding it can be tricky, you know, because then it's family movie night and everybody wants to stay up late watching a movie and you're like, well, now I have to decide, is that boundary need to be held or can that be flexible? That's where I go back to life circumstances. We're going to create these boundaries for ourselves, these rules, but they're not necessarily always going to look the same for every person or every situation or every day. But the beautiful thing is you are a creator. You get to decide. You get to create those boundaries. You get to choose what your relationships look like. You get to choose if instead of leaving when somebody speaks in a way that you don't like, you simply choose to say, "Hmm, that's their thoughts, but I just disagree. And just choose to think what you want to think and feel how you want to feel. 
It really is that simple. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. It can be very difficult, but it is that simple. And so it's important that we recognize when sometimes we think we're creating a boundary, but really we're trying to manipulate someone else. We are trying to get them to do what we want them to do. We're trying to get them to think, feel, and be how we want them to think, feel, and be. And we just can't do that, guys. So a boundary is not for someone else. A boundary is an invisible line or a rule that's going to indicate what you are going to do. If this happens, then I will is a statement that I want to encourage you to use when considering boundaries. If this, then I will. And it's all about you. It's all about the creator that you are choosing to be in the story you are choosing to write. I encourage you to give some thought to maybe some boundaries that you have set in the past, maybe intentionally or unintentionally, and consider, did I set that boundary for the hope that that person will change? Or was that truly a boundary for me and what I was going to do and how I was going to show up? If you can shift to where your boundaries are for you and they're indicative of how you will show up, I guarantee you, you will be able to find more peace, more acceptance, more love, and more joy because you get to be in control of you and you get to show up and be the hero in your story that chooses where the boundaries need to be for yourself. It also empowers you to not be held at the mercy of somebody else's thoughts, feelings, and actions. It gives you the freedom and that empowerment to decide for yourself what you will think, feel, and do. It is the ultimate way to be a creator because we don't wait on other people to determine what we will become. We choose to create our own story and we do that sometimes through setting boundaries. I hope this was helpful for you today. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. If you liked this episode and if you found it helpful, please share it and like it and rate it. That's how I get my message out to more friends And I'm super happy to be with you today. Look forward to chatting with you next week. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Create Simply Empowered Educators podcast. If you found these tips helpful and you want to share them, please like, rate, or review this podcast. It helps me get the message out to other educators that are struggling and that want to create a life they love as well. Thank you so much. Thank you.